1: Yeah, coming in, hot. coming in hot. Just like the, like the I write what I, live. write what I live. My life in the
2: speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Nice like the welcome, 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 welcome to this week's fan. edition of Black and White right Radio on AM 560 the Answer. I'm your host John Anthony. I'm excited to be back in the studio. Uh, as you guys know, last week I was out um, Give it up for Stephanie Trussell, Laura Kelly, and the man on the street, now he has the distinct title as the man on the boat, Mark Wellingmeyer. Uh, they did a really, really good job, um, filling in for me. And the week prior to that, we were out on the boat, Free Spirit Yacht Cruises. Thanks to Joe and Angela, the owners of that boat. Uh, we had a, uh, black and white on Lake Michigan. If you missed that, you do not want to miss it next year. Trust me. You don't want to miss it. We had a, we had a great time. Uh, I just want to really quickly go and just thank all the people that sponsored that. Uh, Illinois Conceal Carry Training, my buddy Gary Carr, uh, Remke's Garage, Tony and Joe, thank you guys so much. Uh, Matrix Home Solutions, um, uh, Next News Network, uh, PJN Tax Solutions, and my friend, my buddy, my pal, C. Stephen Tucker with Health Insurance Mentors. Uh, I couldn't do that boat show without any of you guys, Joe and Angela and all of the people that sponsored And then my family here at AM560 Answer, who, um, <laughs> who believed that this was a good thing to do. And, uh, the second year, so next year, third year it's going to be bigger and better. So I'm actually going to try to bring somebody in on the boat that day, uh, to, to join me as guest co-hosts. Uh, some, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe this guy that's sitting right across from me who's been all over the news. He's like the superstar. I, 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 always, I almost wanted to change your, I almost wanted to change your, um, your nickname because I mean, you have so many. He's known by some as the hit man, which we've called him. But he's also the frustrated Democrat. If you haven't followed that that um, that page on uh, Facebook, go follow the frustrated
1: Democrat, Patrick the Hitman Brutus. Welcome. Welcome John, back. John, <laughs> John, the Hitman has returned. The Hitman has returned. I, I noticed. Hey, man, listen. Uh, shout out to all your sponsors. Uh, that's two boat crews uh, broadcasts that you've done. Yeah. I've missed both of them. I know, I know, but that's okay. So, that's okay. I'm making the commitment right now. I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know. No, you said it all, brother. <laughs> I'm making the commitment right now in front of your audience and all the millions listening across the country. I will be on the boat next year.
2: Y'all hear that? The hit man, the frustrated Democrat, said he's going to be on the boat cruise next year. Hey, while, while we're at it, how about you guys? We are on Facebook. I believe we're on Rumble. I got to call Hoff Daddy to make sure that we're on R- We are on Rumble. Go share this feed on Rumble, and we're on YouTube. All those who were saying, hey, John, you need to get on Rumble I'm not going to watch YouTube, so go to Rumble, Black and Right Radio on Rumble. Uh Share that feed. Sh- share it. Share it wide as, I mean, to wide as many deep. people as you can. Wide all of deep. your groups. Share it in all your groups. Tell your friends, guys. Come on. <laughs> Spread the word. Um, You know, I, I wanted to, to, to bring you in, Hitman, because, I mean, you've been all over the news. You've been yeah. hanging out with the Chicago Black Caucus. Yeah. and you've been, I you mean, do it. you yep. feel like, like. Hey, i am
1: arrived. Right. No, 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 no. This is public service by the public service. So,
2: talk to me. What's going on at the border with the Haitians?
1: Yeah, what a great. And, and, and I should say that you run an organization called. The Haitian American Professional Network. I'm the co founder and president. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am actually Haitian American, born and raised in this country. But my parents immigrated here in 1964, full blood Haitian all the way. I'm red, white, and blue for both flags. So, you know, I have a unique perspective. Happy to have been involved in uh, coordinating the local response here in Chicago and uh, in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. And I'm just doing my part as a child of both countries, man. Yeah. You know, we have a dilemma at the border. We have a crisis, right? You know. Uh, did we have this crisis
2: uh, maybe 10 months ago?
1: No. Okay. Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. No, okay. no, 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 no. So say what you say. Say what you want to say, folks. I mean, we can get into it a little bit later. We're going to be here for the whole two-hour show. And, um, you know, I'm, again, um, happy to be here. But I tell you, you can say what you want to say about immigration reform and securing our borders, but it looks like if you really take a deep dive, this guy, he ain't that much different than the last guy yeah. if you start to dissect policy. So the legitimate question is, since Trump was a racist, according to the Haters and the yeah. naysayers and yeah. the people on the left and people who didn't like policy. Well, this guy's doing the same stuff, right? Title even, 40, even worse. It's actually, you know what? It's worse because it's it's a it's a lie. The big lie is that Joe Biden. This is the big lie, people. It's not about the election. It's right. about the president proclaiming that he is a friend to people of color, yeah. opening the borders, and then slamming it on the foot of black people. Okay. Would you say using that- Title Forty Two, which is an act that was yeah, established explain, explain way, what is, what is, what is, what is, way, way, way back. Trump went into the catalog, found forty two to substantiate, you know, border security under a health code. Joe Biden has rescinded almost everything he did, but he could have also rescinded that, that too, mm-hmm. since he is Mister. I am going to take it away and and. But he he could have rescinded that too, but he did not. Right, he did not. Now, now, help me understand this. Does this all go back
2: to when? the Haitian president was assassinated. Do you think it stems from, and, 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 and in your estimation, because I saw you posting about that when that happened as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your estimation, are they related? as to, Because I I think the Haitians was like, wait a minute, we're done with all this foolishness. We're going to go to a plan. And, and I, listen, I understand why any immigrant would want to come to the greatest country in the world, the most exceptional country in yeah, the world.
1: Yeah. But is that related? So, if you look at the um, the cavalcade of events, I'm not sure if that was the right word, John, but it sounded real good. Okay. Um, the 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 sequence of events, right? Uh-huh. You have the assassination of the president in July. No other country could do that. Nobody else could do that except for Jason Bourne. Okay.
2: <laughs> you think All there's right? a Jason Bourne out there?
1: <laughs> Jason Bourne. Who did Jason Bourne work for? He didn't work for the Israelis. No. Okay. So. You had the assassination, then you have an earthquake on the southern peninsula. Okay, now you have this immigration migrant crisis at the border. Are they all connected? They are certainly all connected in a way because we can, you know, draw lines between a lot of things. Yeah. But what we what we really have here is we have a a group of Haitians, okay, who, for the most part, John left the country in 2010 after the last earthquake. Right. that rocked the nation, right. killed 300,000 Wasn't there people. a
2: former president that raised a whole bunch of money? And,
1: oh, oh, I'm sorry. We, yeah. We're not allowed to talk
2: about that, though. Right? Well, you
1: know, they have some certain identifiable initiatives. Wasn't there, like, millions of dollars raised by the Clinton Initiative? Yep, yep, yep. WJC, right, and his wifey wife. um, And I think, you know, W was involved in that, too. But, yeah, yeah. certainly the CGI, they did a lot of stuff, right, right? and they stole a lot of money. Or, sorry, they raised a lot of money and did that account for it. How about that? Right. right. Okay, that's a financial crime, by the way. 990. Um, so, <laughs> those folks primarily were living in Latin American countries. Yeah. They were already in Central America, South America, and in Mexico in that area because they left the island. The island displaced millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people. Let I me, mean, let me not say millions. Right. These folks, they're Haitian. Right. But some of these people have kids who, don't know Haiti as their primary home. Oh, okay. Okay. So when Biden changed the policy, reversed everything, opened up the borders, of course these folks said it's time to go. Yeah.
2: Because they were our get, friend they, is in office because they weren't going to get left behind. Like they did the, the last The time.
1: last time. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. Uh, Obama deported over 2 million people. Joe's our friend. We're going in. Yeah. He just put up the signal. It's time to yeah. take the caravan and go up North. Right. I would, too, if I were in that situation. Yeah, so would I. Okay? So would I. Okay? I'm not blaming the people.
2: Yeah.
1: They are victims of their reality. But, but, but. They've got to make the move. So they make the move, John. Should,
2: but should, should they follow the law to go to the ports of injury?
1: Or... 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah.
2: Listen. I think that's the, I think the biggest problem, the biggest, the biggest issue with with the whole entire immigration uh, issues with me is is that we've had Democrats and Republicans, both parties, in charge and nobody's done anything to an antiquated system how about we how about it's high time we fix this and this antiquated system so that people who want to come here and and want to you know absolutely to to the greatest uh, opportunities for them in america how about we fix that
1: john this is going to be a cliffhanger we got to come back this break, but let me just say one thing i am let me be clear okay everybody listening i am for. let me say this let me say it again I am against. I am against any form of illegal immigration. Yeah. Full stop. Right. That's it. That's all. I am for legal immigration. And I'll tell you why I want to come back.
2: Wait, this music came on
1: early for me. Yeah, it did. Hey, like my
2: trouble there. man normally comes on. Hey, I love it. I love my trouble man. Hey, you're listening to Black and Ride on AM 560 The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Happy to be back in the studio with the hitman himself, Patrick Brutus. Don't forget to share the feeds. We're on Rumble, YouTube, and Facebook. We'll be right back.
0: This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560 The Answer.
2: Welcome back to Black and Right on AM 560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the hitman, the frustrated Democrat. Patrick
1: Brutus. All that. All. Patrick,
2: that. We we were talking during the um, during the break, guys. When you look at when you look at what happened, what's been happening at the at the the border, at the crisis at the border. I think this continues to perpetuate that the Joe Biden is racist, because nothing came. We didn't see any of this blown out of proportion until
1: black skin came to the border. Right. That's it. That's it. That's it. The black. Immigrants came to the border, got stuck under a bridge, got photographed. People were saying, "What the hell?" And then all of a sudden, here comes the police, Send them back. Joe, who were doing their job? Who would no? Listen, it was, it was, absolutely the the law is the law, right. okay? But what you're not going to do is you're not going to apply the law unequally, correct? Because all the Haitian people want, but that's a the, the new America though. The, Sorry, I'm sorry. To Shout out to Office of New Americans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, so <laughs> what you're not going to do is apply the law unequally. And yeah. all Haitian people want John is equitable, fairness, opportunity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The left likes to use the word equity, 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 equity. Mm-hmm. So when it's not applied, it's a double standard. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's what we're fighting for. The Haitian community in Chicago, under the coalition of the Haitian American organizations in the Chicagoland area, are all unifying for equitable treatment for the Haitians at the border. We want them to be processed. We want them to be, you know, allowed entry under the same practices and guidelines and, and uh, rules written and unwritten that everybody else is getting. And you know there's a 100,000-plus Afghans that were allowed entry into this country. No test. Yeah. Free food. Yeah. yeah. Lodging. And, and and They had them at military bases. Now th- they're at... In the country.
2: Did you see they just, two of them were just um, arrested for raping some young lady?
1: Oh, well, you know, there we go. Here we go again. yeah, Here we go again. And, uh, you know, these are the types of um, unwillingness type of behaviors to assimilate into American culture that we have been warned about for a long time. Um, If you're going to come in the country, and let me tell you people, Haitian people are very respectful. Haitian people are very... um, uh, resilient, determined, um, and so, you know, for the most part, Haitian folks have been coming here since, I, I can't even, my folks immigrated yeah. here in 64,
2: Nin-
1: 1964,
2: okay, okay? No, nothing prior to that, hey, in my family, hey, give us a call, 312-642-5600, that's 312-642-5600, what are your thoughts about what's happening at the border, Not not only with the Haitians, but you know, I mean, there are people from all over South America. There are people from um, Russia. I mean, Poland. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this—it's not just an issue with those who are,
1: who reside south of us. I mean, they're, they're coming from all over the world. John Kamala warned us about Joe being a racist. Yeah. <laughs> she did. And Joe Biden's history on Haiti is well documented. Yeah. 1994 or five, I believe. He literally said on videotape. It's at, you know, I think it was 60 Minutes or Charlie Rose or something. He literally said if Haiti, if Haiti just sunk 300 feet in the water or rose in yeah. the sky, it wouldn't matter. He doesn't care about the Haitian people. I actually have the audio clip. I, I got to get it. When we come back yeah. to break, we're going to play he that. He doesn't care. Yeah. So when people don't care and they've never cared, they can't possibly care for you in the future. The, the reaction by the administration is where we all need to point the finger at right now. They exactly. Have,
2: this, okay. the, the buck stops with them. Stop
1: Look. blaming, he's blaming Trump, he's blaming the border patrol agents. No, all this you're could in be, charge. All this could be fixed by executive order. Well, it was fixed. But for. Yeah, yeah right. But for. Right. And right now, folks, if you turn on your local Fox News station or whatever affiliate or, or, or whatever, you're going to see nobody under the bridge in Del Rio, Texas. Yeah. They have cleared out these folks. They have deported, expelled is the word they like to use. Yeah. They have sent to Haiti. Over two thousand folks. There are a number of folks right now being detained and going through processing and a lot of, of the rest have been now processed and in, inserted and let go into the country. So but, but let's talk about what this what what does this do to
2: the United States because you know Democrats or Republicans don't believe in budgeting, they don't believe in you know money. I mean, when you bring these people in
1: gotta raise, they got, they gotta ha- raise the bill. Yeah. Gotta raise the budget. Right. Because to pay for this. You have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. Yeah,
2: coming into this country he isn't free.
1: Look, for example, the city of Chicago, and I haven't jumped into it, you know, in full detail. Is sixteen point seven billion dollars. Who? Last year it was twelve point eight. Okay, so these budgets. Wait, wait, the, wait. All, Say that again. The twenty twenty one fiscal budget was twenty was twelve point eight billion. The projected or proposed fiscal budget for twenty twenty two is sixteen point seven. So almost that's four not even a incre- billion dollars. That's increase. not even an incremental jump. That's a radical increase. So that's four billion dollars. Where? What, what is- that's at those that's at the municipal level. Now imagine folks the the state level? Yeah. Maybe the county county levels across the country. Yeah. And certainly at the federal level, tax yourself Joe is going to raise the taxes to give more stuff right. away to a lot of different interest groups. Yeah. I know you're a frustrated
2: Democrat. I know that. I know yeah. this. I know that you're a frustrated Democrat. How many more of frustrated Democrats, and I, I try to tell Republicans when I talk to them, there are tons of Patrick Brutuses in the city of Chicago in Cook County. Has any of them ever reached out to you?
1: <laughs> Offline. Offline. Yeah. Offline, off never dude. in public. Okay, there are some guys who can, you know, take the, take the, you know, take the beating yeah. publicly. Yeah. And I just, I'm, I'm just wired differently. Yeah. You know, um, but I say what I believe in. I, mean, I speak my mind, and I think, you know, we are going to be a better society if folks actually speak their truths. Like, you know, speak your truth. Yeah. Uh, just, well, well, just no, be no. sincere. Be no, honest. There's no and, speak your truth. They speak my truth yes well you got to speak their truth right their truth yeah you got to speak their truth yeah um but i just think we're better off as a society if everybody is more sincere and real and i just try to you know play that role and be myself and i'll let the chips fall where they may but i just want to remind folks getting back to haiti uh you know we have a couple of minutes left in this yeah. segment Go but ahead. i want to remind folks that you know um the chicago city council is standing with the community we're very happy very proud thank you for you know um Identifying that as an initial entry point into this conversation about what the, you know, Chicago community of everybody plus the Haitian community and you, are doing to raise
2: awareness. Cindy
1: Newman, uh the executive director of the Daughters of Haiti yeah. is also a member of the coalition. Okay. Um and we have over twenty organizations locally that are part under this umbrella um organization to kind of all of us work in the same uh direction with respect to culture, history, uh, you know, making sure our next generations but also raising awareness on policy, um, things locally like that, right? And so, you know, we advocate for all things. But okay. we certainly want to invite everyone to stand with us tomorrow Okay, at the Federal Plaza, Dearborn and Jackson. At 2.30, we're having a rally to raise awareness, you know, make our list of demands um, and talk about why the Haitian story is also important because locally the Haitian story is embedded in the fabric of the yeah. city of Chicago.
2: I-, I saw some of the hate you receive online in some of your comments um uh, i I saw one comment. I won't say the name or you know who it is, uh, but they talked about how you know you didn't have you didn't have this commentary when it came to the afghanistanis yeah coming over um I saw that I saw your comments on Afghanistan yeah. and it was pretty yeah. much in line with your comments on haiti as well
1: look, look like I said before i am against any and all forms of illegal immigration, but what you're not going to do is you're not going to have a policy that is unequally applied. And So while you're opening the doors, open the doors for Haiti because the Afghani people have a situation, but there's plenty of other places they could have went to. Right. You literally put them on a plane. You could have flew them to Germany. You could have flew them to Middle Eastern countries. Wasn't it heartbreaking to see them jump off planes? John, it's always heartbreaking. And and, and, right? and the is, human condition is very emotional.
2: But this is right. this is this is my biggest problem with Joe Biden. He left Americans behind, enemy line.
1: Yeah. yeah. But brought Afghanis. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. No. Heck no. Didn't Every, check his watch when the soldiers came. Yes. He's just totally out of tune, bro. Every
2: single American should have been should have been here if, if they wanted to come here. They wanted to come back home.
1: They should have been the first on the plane. The right? very first ones. John, they should have been first on the plane.
2: But we got this bubbling idiot in the White House acting like he's a president.
1: Just joke, just and, joke. And, and
2: Kamala is even worse. Has you listening? Yeah. yeah, you listening to the Black and Right? <laughs> you listen to the Black and Right on AM five sixty? Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We have uh, Attorney Carlo Colissimo coming up to talk about the uh, the uh, suit brought forth with Parkview uh,
0: Christian. We'll be right back. <laughs> And now, more, Black and Right, with John Anthony, on AM560, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio, with the hitman himself, the frustrated Democrat, Patrick Brutus. Hey, hey, hey. You know, Patrick, when you look at a lot of these decisions that have been made by Governor Pritzker unilaterally that I personally believe he doesn't have the power to do. And now he's starting to hide behind agencies with powers they don't have, which the legislative body could easily uh, they can call a special session and they can pass whatever they want. They got they have they have the, they have a super majority in the house. Supermajority in the in the Senate. Plus, they have a governor who is wants this power for these agencies. So, when you, I don't know if you saw how they were saying that if anybody, you know, you didn't follow that mandate that came down, that ISB will be revoking recognition status. Everybody's been focusing so much on the mass mm-hmm. and not the abuse of, of power or the government overreach. Uh, joining us today to discuss this and to talk about the Parkview um soup is actually i gotta say it right now he's actually a really good friend of mine attorney carlo colissimo carlo welcome to black and right welcome to the show is he there carlo yes hey, what's up buddy how you doing i am doing well how are you sir i am doing well so what's i know you guys had a, a court date uh, a couple of days ago um Talk to us about what, what, what transpired there and, and actually what, what the lawsuit is and what transpired at the court date.
3: Sure. The lawsuit is a simple request that the court step in as we believe that Parkview, um their recognition has been revoked, uh, without due process. Um, traditionally, uh, is via or the Illinois State Board of Education, they will issue a letter saying that you're non-compliant and give you time to become compliant. Give you an administrative process by which you can appeal their decision uh, before there's a final decision whether your recognition will be revoked or reinstated or or if or if they would sustain your your recognition. What happened with Parkview is they simply got a letter in the mail saying your recognition has been revoked. There was no due process. There was no. Uh, time period to, to, to try to mitigate the issues that, that the ISBE had uh, concerns against Parkview. Um, they simply sent a letter. Yeah. So, so our lawsuit is basically a procedural, uh, request asking the court to step in and to enter a temporary restraining order at this point, uh, recognizing Parkview as a, non-public school in the state of illinois so they like every other school can continue to participate in ihsa sports parents would be entitled to uh scholarships and uh tax benefits uh, things of that nature that they do not have now that the school is non-recognized
1: yeah so this is a necessary first step
3: this is a necessary yep. first step correct mm-hmm. we, we were in court last wednesday and, uh, that was really a procedural issue. Uh, Kendall County, we have local rules that only allow for 10 pages <clears throat> for a response brief. And the state of Illinois wanted more than take 10 pages. Uh, okay. in speaking with the judge, the judge suggested 15. I agreed with 15, but, um, the state of Illinois wanted to file a 27 page brief. So, um, you know, my argument simply to the court was that, the state's brief, if you if you look at the response to to our request, uh, spent 75 percent of the time talking about the mask mandates and the endangerment of children. Yeah. And although and although those arguments play well in the media and play well in the news, uh, they are completely irrelevant to the, to the actual lawsuit that we filed. Right. Uh, so simply put, it, my my argument to the court was, judge, if they focus simply on what we filed. They could have made their argument well in their ten pages.
2: Because the, uh, the argument is the law. What does the law say? What? What? Because a mandate. The, the, when does a mandate usurp the law?
3: Uh, I'm still looking for for, <laughs> for that to actually. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, um, be the law, but it's not. Uh, the law, obviously, you know, the Constitution reigns supreme, and then you have laws, and then below that, you have administrative rules and mandates and things of that nature that are they do not have the recognition or authority of the legislature.
1: Hey, um, attorney, Cali- go ahead. yeah, Attorney Colissimo. Colissimo. Colosimo. Um, Colosimo, Colosimo. <laughs> My apologies. No, no, don't worry about it. So I, I appreciate you fighting this issue for not only the academy but for all the other schools in the state that will eventually face this um this issue you know as you know in other states because what you're doing right now is you're setting a a precedent case here but my question is if the judge agreed to 15 and then allowed 27 who is the judge
3: well you know the judge is stephen clance um i I, you know obviously i've appeared before him many times he's he really is an excellent judge, and I have no no issue with the fact that he allowed the 27 pages. He gave me the courtesy of allowing 27 pages from my reply, which will be due tomorrow. So mm-hmm. uh, I I thought I, I anticipated that the judge would grant their their you petition. Yeah.
2: Hey, hey, Carlo, can you hold for the uh, after the break? Uh, because I, w- I want to continue the discussion because I I, I want to know if would this apply to the rest of the the schools as well. And I also want you to get into to talking about why this fight is important, uh, not just from a, a, a procedural point, but from a government overreach point. Uh, you, you listen listening to the Black and Right on AM 560, Answer. More with Carlo Colosimo when we get back.
0: We now return to Black and Right on AM 560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony.
2: Welcome back. I'm sure I'm sure Carlo like this kind of music.
4: I Groovy.
2: Like <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> Welcome back to Black and White right on AL56 City Answer. I'm your host John Anthony, live in studio with the Hitman and the Frustrated Democrat, Patrick Brutus. Before the break, we were talking to. <laughs> I got it, Patrick. <laughs> I've never. I come to think of it, Carlo, I've never said your last name ever. It's just always been Carlo. Um, yep <laughs> we're talking with it,
3: it, it's it's colosimo but i've had many different uh <laughs> variations of it it's right. okay colo it's fine
2: <laughs> all right we got you know that's his nickname colo we can just call you cc cc the cc man there you go yeah. <laughs> attorney at law uh but no um when when i when i saw the um uh the tro the temporary restraining order now is this just related to Parkview Christian Academy and let me give a real quick shout out to Jared Davis. I mean, the guy has courage and he's been doing a stellar job even when Prisker them came after and him, sued him last time. And now he's saying, "You know what? No. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to rule I'm I'm going to uh run this school the way I think is best for for the for the parents and the students." So does this apply to just Parkview Christian Academy or is this something that's uh at some point uh, the rest of the, pri- especially private schools, will be able to um,
3: use. Right. The way we tailored it is, if it gets if it gets granted, that every other private school in the state of Illinois can then hang their hat on that. And if anybody gets the same treatment that we did, they can. And our uh, our hope is that they can easily go to their local courthouse and say, Judge, they're violating the TRO that was issued by Judge Krebs in Kendall County, uh, because this is directly against the ISBE. So. If the ISBE does something in Kendall County or Pike County or McLean County, uh, it's still the ISBE uh, who who would have this TRO against them. So we're hoping to be the trailblazers and the rest of the the private schools in Illinois can then follow suit.
1: Yeah, that's a great strategy. I hope this lawsuit ultimately is successful. Um, Let me ask you a quick question, Attorney Colissimo. Is Yorkville, as a county or as a city, sorry, as as a city, and um, Parkview particularly, are you also, not to give away your strategy here, but are you guys also tracking the data in terms of COVID infections or what have you over there to substantiate further your case that masks mandates at the school are not necessarily something that um, should be required because there isn't a pending health crisis in that city, that county, or at spe- especially at that school. Are you guys kind of uh, doing that wait. for backup data?
3: We do track that data and we have that data and frankly it's, uh, once again, it's, it's irrelevant to, to the right. current litigation. Uh, that, I mean, the data is no state secret. The, the data is that in the last two years, uh, students and staff at Parkview have, have had zero hospitalizations and awesome. zero deaths. Awesome. Due to any anything having to do with COVID, right. uh, but but you know the state's going to want to take me down that road, and right. I am not going to go down that road. Right. Well, this that's... this argument is not about masks.
2: Right. And I think that's been the argument from the state in every aspect. When Darren Bailey sued them, when uh, when, when, anytime the right. state f- faces a lawsuit, that has been the, the that emotional argument. Or, argument as to the mask and the mandates we're no. in a pandemic right but w- right. but but the argument is not about that the argument is about does ISBE have the authority right to remove recognition status uh w- w- would you say that is the real argument that you guys are that, that you and your team are, are fighting in uh Kendall county
3: that is 100 percent the argument the easiest way i broke it down when i made my argument on wednesday was i said judge the state of illinois is focusing on the why right our litigation is focusing on the how.
2: Hmm. Good,
3: it, Love it. That, that's about as plain and simple as it gets.
2: Right,
3: we are focusing on how they took away our recognition as a non-public school. Right, and I, I, state is focusing on why.
2: And I've read the statute. There's a process to this. Even the uh, the um, uh, what's his name? Chris Chris has a role in this as the regional superintendent of schools. There's a there's a, I read the entire statute of how that happens. And they can't just go in and and and, and just remove recognition status. I mean, no. uh, Carlo. If we don't stop this government overreach in a lot of these different like cases like this, please explain to my audience the next phase. Why why can't we say that guns are a public pandemic? I mean, if if we don't, and, and then then governments are then um, usurping the Constitution. You sp- bypassing laws, bypassing the state legislative body. Um, How important it is to understand the government overreach aspect of this?
3: It's extremely important because, you know, the old saying is if you throw a a frog into a hot pan, it will jump out of the pan. (laughs) But if you put it in and slowly turn up the heat, it will never know what's coming. And frankly, that's what the the government has done over the last 20 years. They are slowly eroding away our rights. And eventually we're going to get to the point where we ask ourselves, how did we get here?
1: Yeah, they don't really care. They're putting the onus on the citizens to actually contest the law. This abuse of power and overreach is going to become, you know, very systemic while we justify it or well, while they justify it or couch it in the in the guise of a pandemic, right? And so, like, if you don't sue, and especially if you don't win, we are doomed. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and I've
3: had several attorneys around the state calling me and, 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 you know, wishing us luck and keeping an eye team. on the case. Dream team, Dad. And, and I, and I've, I've actually had, you know, judges reach out to me around the state saying, can you please send me a copy of the decision once it's made? Things wow. of that nature. So, I mean, people are watching this. This is an important case. And even though it's a small, minor issue, uh, it's important. And it's, it's important to the point that I believe on September 14th, uh, J.Car, the Joint Committee for Administrative Review, but I can get
2: to that after the break if you want it, John. Yeah, yeah, we we, we can take care of that. Um, because because I, I want to give you a plug. I want you to be able to talk about your law firm because you know you're a good friend of mine. I mean, you've always been there for me. So, um, and and you're a warrior, brother. So um, we'll, we'll we'll discuss this more when we get back from the break. You're listening to the Black and White on AM Five Sixty The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back.
0: The show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer.
2: Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Think Welcome back to Black and Right on AM
0: 560.
2: Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live I'm in, in, in broodic, studio with the hitman, frustrated Democrat, Patrick Brutus. Show you're right. <laughs> Before the break, we continue our discussion <laughs> with attorney, the CC man of law. Uh, Carlo Colissimo. You were, you were discussing about how all of the attorneys, have you, has, has, um, Thomas DeVore reached out to you? Have you, have you had any conversations with him?
3: Yeah, I have talked to Tom and he's, uh, he's obviously a big supporter of what we're doing and he's been a great source of advice and guidance. So, uh, obviously I've appreciated Tom's advice and, and input.
2: No, oh. Now, um, you, your, your firm is, you want me to say it? I should say that first, because I don't want you to get inundated with calls. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
3: I mean, a, a Google search will find me yeah. pretty quickly, H- yeah. H- <laughs> sure. Yeah, because Tom DeVore
2: is getting like inundated with—I mean, like inundated through all over, not just the state of Illinois, but you know, uh, uh, the country, because people are seeing what he's what he's been doing in the fight. And I, I got a feeling after this case, especially uh, when we when when I'm gonna say we when we win, because it's for, this fight is for the people. When we win this. I think it's going to uh, have people come knocking down your door and, you know, well, I, I mean, have you had anybody like send you any death threats, or anything like that of that nature yet?
3: No, I haven't gotten any death threats or anything of that nature yet. I, I, I did get a complaint to the ARDC uh, for filing the lawsuit, which I will address, obviously, directly with the ARDC. Uh, obviously, I'm not worried about it. I haven't done anything yeah. illegal, unethical, or anything of that nature. That's harassment. It just, goes to, it just goes to show how people will try to do anything to try to discourage you from from fighting the good fight.
2: Yeah. And you know what? I mean, you really are a citizen warrior, and I'm, I'm just happy to say that I can call you my friend. Uh, Carlo, thanks so much for joining us on Black and White right today. Go
1: win for go win one for the Gipper.
3: I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for the time, and I appreciate it. No good,
1: problem. Good luck to you, sir. And I'll be waiting for you at the finish line when you that's win this thing.
2: That's it. Thank you, Patrick. Thank, Thank you, John. Thank you. you. Thank you. I, and we, I mean, Pat, um, Judge Prince is really a good guy. I, I mean, I have to admit that he's, he's a judge that I voted for. I live in Kendall County. I mm-hmm. live out there, mm-hmm. so okay, um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have my good friend on to discuss it. And, uh, Jed Davis and I have been going back and forth about the case. And, you know, I love, I love fighters. I love people that, yeah. that, that, yeah. that, that are willing to fight and push back. So I'm gonna say, well, you you want people to die. No, I don't. I just want people to understand that there's this thing called the Constitution. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't just violate that because, you know, the, 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 I'm sorry. And I, I, I could be wrong. But a virus, I mean, I mean, not say the word. That thing. Does not usurp the Constitution. It,
1: it doesn't. It doesn't. You know,
2: I get when there's an emergency and we don't know we, the unknowns. We don't know the known the unknowns. You know, Donald Rumsfeld.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, absolutely. John, 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 John. Um, when given the opportunity to, um, exert power, yeah, they do. Yeah, yes. Point blank, end the story, full stop. And that is exactly what we're seeing right now. And it's going to extend into other areas of our life. And we need people like Colissimo, Colosimo. Colosimo and Devore, exactly. who's also fighting a very similar case in Bound, uh, down in, in Bound County, another yeah. county with another school. But yeah. we need these guys to step up and citizen action. These these um these policies fight back. If not we're all gonna be in an entirely different yeah. universe here you know I, in a I, short period of time
2: I I, I, talk, I heard somebody say you know the, the Bible story of Rahab hmm about how Rahab would have been turned in uh we we now understand if if, if, the, if she lived in today's time she would have speaking of Rahab we'll be talking about Rahab. Rahab's daughter coming up at the top you? of the hour uh, they are a sex trafficking, human trafficking organization. They got a good, great event coming up on October second. Um, if you know, when I was in the general assembly, one of the things I worked on was human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the new slavery of the 20th, 21st century, and we got to fight that. Hey, don't go anywhere. Hour two coming up next.
0: Prepare to have your mind opened.
2: Welcome back to hour two of Black and Right Radio on AM 560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the hitman himself, Patrick Brutus. He's also a frustrated Democrat. Um, Patrick, as you know, I said at the end of hour two, uh, you know, before that, hey guys, I'm on Rumble now. I, I you, you guys all I said, hey John, get Black and Right on Rumble. I'll tune in. Go ahead, go to Rumble, at Black, go to Black and Right Radio, subscribe. It's that easy, guys. Just push a button, and you subscribe to um, Black and White Radio on Rumble. Please
1: don't, don't miss the next wave.
2: Get don't on miss it now. It. Don't right, don't miss it. And we're on YouTube and Facebook. So if you don't have Rumble, you, you don't have YouTube. You can go to Facebook. If you don't have all that, just pick one. The three, three platforms that we're on now. Yay! Um As I said before, the the end of the first hour. Um, I think human trafficking is the new slave. Is the modern day slavery. I think that's this is how I mean, and, it, and it's happening all over the world, all over the, uh, uh throughout the United States of America. Uh, I have a friend, Chris Baker, Inc. 180. Uh, he does uh, tattoo removal. He and I did a bill that allowed uh, underage kids to go into tattoo places and have their tattoos, which their pimps put them put on them, uh, especially in the trafficking, the sex trafficking aspect of it, right, to have them removed. Yeah. Um, it was it was actually actually my first bill that I did in, well, in the Illinois General Assembly. Uh, joining us to discuss more about uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, because it, it's 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 just a huge problem. Is I, I'm not going to say, look, if Patrick's ready, <laughs> I had to call Carissa to find out how to enunciate the last name, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to I'm not gonna, I'm not going to make myself look foolish, Patrick. Okay, uh, <laughs> smart man. <laughs> but she goes by Sam, uh, um, Walk from Rahab's daughter. Welcome to Black and Right. Can you say your last name for us?
6: Yes, it's Wajekumar. Kumar.
2: <gasps> well, you were right! Oh, Wajekumar. Kumar. Kumar, right? Kumar. Baco.
6: Yeah. Oh, Patrick
2: was right. I was right. Um, before. Yes, good job. <laughs> before we get into talking about, you know, the stain that I believe is the, the modern day slavery, uh, I, I really want to talk about your event coming up October 2nd. I, sometimes we, 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 we. When we do interviews like this, we, we, we wait for the last minute to talk about that, but I think you have a, a very important event coming up on, on October second. You mind to share it with my listening audience?
6: No, absolutely. Thank you. Um, yes, it's our annual gala, and it's at the Marriott Schomburg this year, and um, it's also virtual, so you can uh, come and attend if you're in the Chicagoland area in person, um, or you can attend from the luxury of your own home. And uh, we'll actually send you dinner and everything to your wow. home so you can have the same kind of experience oh whether wow. you want to be in person or not. Um, and you can get tickets on our website, org forward slash events. And, you know, feel free to, you know, call the office if you have any questions, uh, 224-323-0911. But um, it's next Saturday, so we're a week away. And we'd love to have more folks there because obviously, um, you know, uh, it's uh, there's So much work, right? Yeah. The, uh, uh, you know, obviously funding has has been difficult in the last year for, I think, all nonprofits. And we would definitely love to have more people there.
2: Yeah. And you're doing a good work. But let's, I mean, let's talk about how Rahab's daughter was founded because you have your own story of of being uh, a human trafficking victim.
6: That's correct, yeah. So I was 16 when it it happened to me. I... um, I was a kid who, you know, I grew up in a, uh, upper middle class, um, environment. My dad was a CFO of a multinational. My mom worked in legal and, and, you know, I, I had a pretty cool lifestyle, but my situation was that I loved books and everything to do with being very, you know, um, introverted and preferred books to people for sure. Um, sometimes still do, not going to lie, but, um, Uh, You know, kids are pretty, pretty cruel. And, you know, I would walk down the hallway with my nose in a book. And so I was bullied quite a bit. Wow. And that made me very susceptible to, you know, um, wanting to feel accepted. And so I was a prime target for people to groom. So um, I ended up running away from home when I was 16. And I was one of the clear statistics because within 24 hours, I got a job at what I thought was a nightclub. Turned out it wasn't. It was a brothel. And, um, you know, I was trafficked for four years on and off after that. And, you know, the first time I escaped, I was helped by a client of mine to actually get out of there. Um, But I felt so useless and so dirty and so little respect left for myself that I allowed myself to then be labor trafficked because I got a job. Selling encyclopedias door to door. Turns out that's just a form of labor trafficking because you never get paid and you're wow. forced to work ridiculously long hours. And and so there's just so many forms of trafficking. Um, you know, the the third time I was trafficked, I, I went off to college at uh, you know Florida Carlinger Institute and I ended up working for a club down there um, making breakfast the rich and famous and i told my story and uh was trafficked right again right and was basically told either service our clientele you won't graduate um and then they sold me to another organization that was organized crime and i ended up um working for one of the cartels and and literally escaped with a beating within an inch of my life so i'm very thankful to you know be able to be here and tell the story today but it's you know not an easy story, and it's not, a, and the bad part is, it's not an unusual story either. Right. And that's where we are today with human trafficking, yeah. right? Right. And um, if
2: you if you're just join in the show, we're talking with Rahab's daughter's founder, uh,
1: Sam. Y- <laughs> go ahead. I you had a question? That's awesome. Thank you. Hey, um, this is Patrick Brutus, and good afternoon. I, I, I was sitting here listening to your uh, story. I know this is just a small percentage of, you know, um, your your life history, which is amazing to hear you now understanding that you've been able to overcome all this and not only create or an organization that is giving back, but, you know, you guys are also committed to education, outreach, and action to, you know, continue to fight against human trafficking. But in your first and third um, versions of human trafficking that you went through personally, it's the typical... I think uh, understanding that folks most um, identify with when we hear the word human trafficking because, you know, you included some of the stuff that was, you know, that, that, you know, equated you to being a slave, so as to speak. But the second one mm-hmm. was a, you know, economic, financial, you know, uh, trafficking in the sense that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were underpaid, overworked, and, and you know, many folks go through that. But I am um, intrigued by your third um, episode with this issue. And um, you said you started working at a, a a club, a country club, I imagine that it was. And then you were you mm-hmm. know, making breakfast, but then you ran into some folks who then, you know, what they they physically kidnap you to then start, you know, um, that whole like. No. How did that third one begin? Because I'm, I'm I'm you know I know you were young when you first got traffic when you were 16 as a runaway, mm-hmm. but like I know that you've had to have had some some clues as to how these guys operate or what have you so like how did you walk into the same thing again because i think a lot of young women make that same you know um or had that same kind of story right they they fall into it again yeah. and again so how did you fall into mm-hmm. it a second time
6: i mean this is the thing right the average trafficking victim will have 7 to 12 rounds in and out before they're able to get out for good, and that's the national average. The situation is that, or at least for me, mm-hmm. I was so mentally weak, and wow. I didn't, even though I could see the signs, I right. was too scared to do anything about them. Wow. And I had You weren't no strong
1: enough yet, right.
6: Exactly. Absolutely didn't have the strength. And then when people, when you believe the negative, it's very easy to continue to believe the negative, right? And you need something else in your life that you can have hope in and and for me that was god but it didn't come to later right mm-hmm. and unfortunately i couldn't have like at that time i was so susceptible to people manipulating me and believing that i had no voice in the matter because up to that point i hadn't had a voice in the matter does wow. that make sense so you then believe that you just you have no other choice. You can't do anything else. You And you believe the narrative that you're being fed. And it's one of see the thing about trafficking is it's most often coercion and force, right? It's, yep. mm-hmm. the, the kidnapping story that was my first round is actually a rarity, right? Mm. That is not the most common way that people control. They control through coercion. And that coercion is in plain sight most of the time.
2: And and Sam, when we come back from the break, I want to talk about the numbers um, when you look at how you know sex trafficking is happening here and, and human trafficking is happening here in in Illinois and especially at like a lot of the sporting events and things of that nature and then I want what I want you to end it on is, is your message for young girls that are out there and young boys that are out there uh, if you listen to the black and right we'll be
0: right back it's song, baby girl. Hey. black and right continues on am 560 once again here's John Anthony
2: Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio with the hit man, the frustrated Democrat, Patrick Brutus. President and accounted for. You don't really post on that frustrated Democrat, but that's all right. We'll say right. that for another day. Yeah, we'll say it for uh, Before the break, we were talking to the founder, and I'm going to try it. Here we go. <laughs> the founder of Rahab's daughter, Sam Kumar. How'd I do?
1: I think he did yeah. much better. Hey, I did much better yeah. than Patrick.
2: Um, you know I, I think not enough not enough is, is is talked about when it comes to human trafficking um no matter your politics, I do think um President Trump really really, really tried to go after um the the human trafficking thing, and I think a lot of that had to do with Ivanka and, and Jared Kushner because that was something that was really near and dear to them.
1: Um, it's one of the first things he did. He unlisted yeah. the FBI to get those guys, like, first day in office.
2: Yeah, first day in office. That's one of the – because Ivanka, that's that something that she's, like, really near and dear to. wish we could have got her to this event, right, Sam? Yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs>
2: but when you look at what's happening – because Illinois serves as the hub. Because and we serve as the hub for a lot of things, drugs, guns, everything. Uh, but when you look at um, human trafficking, sex trafficking, um, we serve as a bigger hub because, I mean – and, and this, and not just not just the states, the United States of America, but because we have uh, international, we have international uh, airports, that human trafficking aspect becomes um, international because people can get to their planes and send these gals and boys. Uh, how important is it to understand what's really happening here in the state of Illinois? And if you have the numbers, what are the numbers of people trafficked per year here?
6: Yeah, so I mean, obviously there there are no uh defined positive statistics because human trafficking is under, you know, um the covers, right? But it is estimated by um, you know, folks who work within the industry that there are about, you know, sixteen thousand people trafficked in the Illinois area with around a sixty mile radius of O'Hare.
1: Wow. Okay. Can you say and that again for our audience? Um, Can you repeat that statistic yeah, again? That's,
6: so say yeah, that again. About 16,000 16, um, within a 60-mile radius of O'Hare. So That's
1: just you know, around O'Hare. In, mm-hmm. That's just yeah, around O'Hare, not including radius. Chicago yeah. or the state. Wow. That is...
6: Well, I mean, obviously, that would include Chicago because Chicago is within 60 miles yeah, yeah, correct, of, correct. of O'Hare, right? But, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it almost goes down to the to the border, right, so... Um, and then out sort of, you know, I mean, I'm sitting in Barrington, which is within the radius, kind um, of goes out to, like, Elgin and kind of around to Naperville kind of thing and kind of, like, makes that big loop around. And, you know, we definitely, for those who think that their neighborhood is exempt from human trafficking, I, you know, call me. I will prove to you that that is not true. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> <laughs> trafficking happens everywhere. And, and what trafficking looks like isn't the same as what it used to, right? right? So there's labor trafficking, there's sex trafficking, there's organ trafficking, there's child trafficking, there's interfamilial trafficking, there's so many types of trafficking that happens. And, um, there are so many signs, right, that, um, people can, can think about. But overall, human trafficking is, is a crime of money and power yes. and generally not, you know, a crime of sex as people think it is. And so that also, you know, makes makes a big difference. And if people were educated on the signs and you can go to our website, there's a what are the signs page and there's a video there you can watch that actually Liam Neeson did as a PSA um, for uh, us with um, some partners like it's a penalty. Um, to kind of give you those those signs. But, you know, just looking around the airport, you can recognize things. Looking around your neighborhood, you can recognize things. And being educated on what to look for is the first thing that every community can do to help end trafficking, right? Wow. Because if we can end demand and we can raise awareness, we'll stop this problem. And And slavery was abolished once, right? So we yeah. can abolish it again if we put our minds to it.
1: Amen. Uh, Sam, hi. Um, I know you have a message that you want to leave us with uh, for our young women um, and probably, again, to, you know, re-inform uh, us of your event coming up next Saturday. But I have a quick question uh, regarding the signs mm-hmm. and what people should see and, and you know, um, and now that kind of, so when oh, – okay, two questions, sorry. I'm, I just, I'm This is a really deep conversation, and I'm moved by your story. Um, one – first question, number one. In terms of who are being trafficked the most, do you see this predominantly amongst Americans, or do you see it like significantly amongst immigrant uh, communities?
6: And- no, it's, uh, so I mean, even if they are immigrant communities, they're still Americans, right? right. So we see that eighty-five percent of those trafficked hmm. are U.S. residents or U.S. citizens, and so this so literally only fifteen percent of being trafficked in from other countries right and and we certainly see that don't right. get
1: me wrong are, we, so far, are we are we are we seeing some of that in some of the uh, folks that have been flown or brought here from other countries you know around the world during recent uh incidences and who have claims of having like 12 year old wives 13 year old wives aren't those clear signs of some kind of uh, funny business
5: going on
6: i mean certainly child marriage is a problem right yeah. and one that we would certainly classify in the trafficking realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, obviously that is not the larger percentage of cases that we see. Right. The You know, obviously the average age of a boy in human trafficking across America, you know, according to the Department of Justice, is around um, 11 to 12, and for a girl, between 12 and 14, right? And the second most at-risk population that we see are women who are suffering in um, domestic violence relationships or going through a nasty divorce so the biggest ah. set of suburban women we see are going through a nasty divorce where they've been financially cut off due to the divorce proceedings and they're struggling to keep their children and their lifestyle and they've been online on tinder or text or whatever you know dating site they've gone to to try to get some you know sort of acceptance back in their lives, and they end up in the hands of people who are preying on their vulnerability. Yeah. Right?
2: Hey, hey, Sam, so And Sam, we, we're running out of time, so I want, I, want, I, want, I really want to get this. What is your message to that young Sam that's out there so that we can fight back and make sure that the next young lady who's a Sam does not get caught up and, and, and put into the, uh, the, the, the trafficking cycle? Because I think it's absolutely. a cycle, you know, and – it
6: definitely is yeah. and my advice to anybody who feels ostracized in any way is to please reach out we have amazing empowerment programs call the national trafficking hotline if you feel like you're being groomed learn what grooming might look like by taking one of our online classes like we have free classes every week um, for people to be able to come and detect the signs or or to register for help and all of our help is free of charge all of our training is free of charge so just sign up, right? Right. That would be my message. You know, get educated because we're here to help. And if you feel in any way ostracized or put down or have a lack of self-esteem or even if you're just feeling bullied, call us because we can help you, right? Right. And we want to help you.
2: And that's why you're having the event on October 2nd. Can you please reiterate what the event is when it's going to be? How can people buy tickets?
6: Yep, you can buy tickets on our website, Rahab's Daughters, R-A-H-A-B-S daughters.org um, you can call us on 224 um, 911 and you can buy tickets, it's our annual gala, you can do it online um, and do the whole thing virtually or you can uh, join us at the Marriott in Schaumburg, uh, we kick off at 6 o'clock next Saturday and um, we'll be educating you guys about you know what we've been doing how we've been doing it and um, how we use data science to help track down survivors and help them to um make choices to leave and give them options for wraparound care afterwards and housing and other things like that so if you want to learn more about you know how to prevent human trafficking come join us we'd love to have you at our gala next saturday sam
2: i will be there um i really appreciate um you, you've been uh, just a, such an inspiration. Uh, thanks so much for coming on Black and Right. and Carissa, tell her I said thank you because she has been uh, on top of me, making sure I get you on the show today. <laughs> she she <laughs> she, awesome. is, she she's an amazing person. So to let her know that I said thank you.
6: We'll look forward to seeing you next Saturday. Thanks so much. All right, thanks Sam from
2: Rahab's show. daughter, guys, go out and if you if, go purchase a ticket. It's a Great story. Uh, you heard what she said. Everything is free. They do everything for free. So they that means they need people like us to make sure uh, they can continue to do what they're doing because uh, it's, a, it's an important message. It's an important
1: um, mission. Sounds like an amazing organization.
2: Yeah. Hey, guess what? Nick Richmond, Freedom Initiative. Also, Freedom Initiative now and also CEO of Matrix Home Solutions is going to join us next. you listen listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back.
0: You feel the light, the sun. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome
2: back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the hit man, the frustrated Democrat, Patrick Brutus. Uh,
1: let's get ready to rumble. Oh.
2: <laughs> you know, Patrick, you know, we've talked a lot today you know, when you look at everything that's been connected today, it's connected to freedom, liberty, it's it's connected to people, it's, it's, it, I, what I try to do today is make people understand just how important it is to fight for freedom. You know, Rahab's daughter is about freedom. It's a modern day slavery and we have to keep fighting back.
1: Um, I, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, before I go to Nick Richmond, let's take this call from Jim from South Elgin. Jim, welcome to Black and Right.
4: How you doing, my friend? How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. just wanted to, I don't know if you guys, I haven't been able to listen. I've been just got done with work. But uh, last night, uh, James O'Keefe was at the Marriott in Chicago up on uh, Higgins and Cumberland.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. You sent uh, me the picture. I, I got your picture. Yeah, yeah.
4: That's right. Well, I didn't know if you talked about it on your show. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, he, I tell you, he's, he's a, a fantastic patriot. Uh he's you know, I don't know if you've if people have had a chance to see his first two videos where basically, you know, all these vex problems are not being reported properly, mm-hmm. they're being covered up. And he's got some other ones coming out this week which he couldn't talk about but I'm sure they'll be pretty revealing. And
2: well. and and this was about the um the uh whistleblower at H H S H H S, right? Right.
4: But, well there's one there and then there was another one where uh yeah, there was one where she had a video of a doctor saying this you know, these vexes are B S and stuff. Yeah. And then there's the other one. I didn't see the second one. Uh, but then also Dr. Paul Gozar, who happens to be a dentist, by the way. He's a uh, congressman from Arizona. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, he did a nice video thanking uh, Project Veritas and talking about how these things are not being done. And we've got to be more honest about these vaccines. Otherwise, <laughs> there's going to be some problems.
2: But just the whole the reporting of it, you know, I've, I've talked. You know tirelessly about that on this show, mm-hmm. how they reported, who they're saying dying from it. So it's 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 a problem, Jim. So, oh,
4: absolutely. Uh, well, and it's it's a big cover-up, and uh, unfortunately, the minions and uh, uh, you know up in the Biden regime don't seem to care. Actually, some <laughs> people think it's on purpose. They want to depopulate the world. <laughs> yeah, that's oh god,
0: that's true.
2: Jim, thanks so much no. for calling, and and thanks thank so much you. for sponsoring the show. You are always you're, you're always a great
4: pleasure. guy. All right, thank you, I appreciate. it. Thanks, thanks Jim.
2: Uh, Jim came on the boat cruise. And um, he he was late, right? Because it's traffic. I told the captain, Captain Joe, I know Joe's listening, he's at the Notre Dame game. I said, Captain Joe, turn this ship around. Turn this (laughs) ship around, you gotta go pick up Jim. Hey, you gotta go pick up somebody that sponsors the show. Uh, But I was saying, I was saying that, you know, when when it comes to fighting for freedom, I think, and, and defending freedom, I think we need to defend freedom now. Um, and joining us to discuss more about uh, freedom and liberty and fighting against these tyrannical dic- edicts and dictates from not only J.B. Pritchard, but, but you know, a majority of, of some of these Democrat states that run by uh, Democrat governors. Mm-hmm. Nick Richmond, CEO of Matrix Home Solutions, chairman of the board of Freedom Initiative Now. Welcome back to Black and Right. Nick, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, Hey, hey. hey Nick. Uh, talk to us, well, let's let first, like, you know, I, I want to talk about the event coming up, um, September 30th. Talk to us about, uh, what Freedom Initiative now is, is, is putting on. I should say, I'm also, let me say right now, I'm also a part of Freedom Initiative, Initiative now. Um, uh, what's, what's coming up on September 30th at Christian Liberty Academy?
5: Well, John, you're being modest. You're a big part of, uh, <laughs> Freedom Initiative now. <laughs> And really, what got this all started, right? From getting to know each other back uh, a little over, almost a year ago now, at the Freedom Summit up in Fontana. Yeah. Um, well, we're you know we're we're doing what we said we were going to do, which is with every event we do, we're going to continue to work to double up the size of our audience and, and get more people in attendance, and then we're also raising the bar on the the guest speakers, and we have Kelly McEnany as the headliner, who's coming out this Thursday, the thirtieth. To speak to the audience at Christian Liberty, yeah. so it's, a, it's going to be an amazing event downtown Arlington Heights, right here in my backyard, and there's a super buzz about it right now in Arlington yeah. Heights. I mean, everywhere I go, I feel like all, I, all I'm hearing about is the Kelly McEnany event.
2: Yeah, and and, and Nick, um, we're, we're, there's something more I want to talk about when we come from the break. But you've been gracious to the AM 560 audience that if if they buy from, uh, I don't know if you're going to end it today or tomorrow, but if they go to um, Freedom Initiative net and put the code am560 in they'll get a 25 percent discount off the tickets um when does that end
5: yeah we're going to run that through midnight tomorrow so we're going to let that go through the balance of sunday okay. so if anyone that's listening you know any of the loyal am560 followers um will receive a significant discount off the purchase of their tickets yeah
2: we're talking with nick richmond ceo of matrix home solutions chairman of the board of a uh, Freedom Initiative Now, I should say. Uh, we're going to be discussing more coming up why he started Freedom Initiative Now and the fight for freedom and the defense of freedom. Uh, you listen to the Black and Right on AM 560, The Answer. More with Nick Pitcher when we
0: This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the hit man. Sometimes he's frustrated. The, the confessions of a frustrated Democrat, Patrick Brutus.
1: I cannot lie. <laughs> you get frustrated a lot. I cannot your lie. Your page is
2: frustrating. <laughs> Look, I
1: you know what? I get into those streaks where I just go rapid fire. Yeah. I know I put up a lot of content, man, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize right now.
2: No, what I mean is the people, they're they're, they're frustrated with you. They're triggered, man. I trigger so many people. It's hilarious. <laughs> speaking of trigger, uh, before the break, we were speaking with Nick Richmond, CEO of Matrix Home Solutions, Chairman of the Board for Freedom Initiative. Now, hey Nick, I, I want to play something for you that I that I heard um, in Australia from I think that it's their premier or their 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 uh, ch- um, whatever he's, whatever his role is. Listen to what he says, and I want to get your take on what he says.
0: There will be. No removal of masks to consume alcohol outdoors. So you will no longer be able to remove your mask, to drink a cocktail uh, at a pop-up beer garden on a footpath uh, as part of a pub crawl. Uh,
2: Now, now, Nick, if we don't have groups like Freedom Initiative now, what that man just said in Australia will, will happen here in America. Right or wrong?
5: I believe if the people allow it to turn into that, yeah, it certainly could happen. I mean, that's really the basis of our nation's existence is that the people ultimately, whether they want to admit it or not, are in control of how things play out. And over there, if I understood what I just heard, it sounds like he's unhappy with the fact that people are Finding other ways to entertain themselves outside of an establishment that demands they show evidence of a vaccination. Is that that's correct?
2: It. Yeah, that's pretty much what's what's happening with him. Because okay. he said you you will not be able to drink. Well, how how are they going to yeah, drink? Exactly. How do
1: you even serve? Yeah. Like that's just as as more as bad. Well,
5: because they're they're finding other ways to congregate and other ways to entertain themselves, and even just outside and, and, and on you know public property. I'm assuming that that's he's he's now attacking. People's ability to do simple yeah. things such as have a picnic.
1: Yeah. These people are investors oh in the straw industry. Yeah. yeah. Nick.
5: They really are. Yeah. And Unbelievable. So, Nick, talk
2: about, I mean, here you are, successful businessman, um, not, don't really have to get into this fight. What was it that, what was it that led you to, to jump into this fight to say, you know what, I can't stand by anymore? Freedom is, freedom is on, uh, there's an assault on freedom and liberty. I have to jump into the fray.
5: Sure. Well yeah, I mean I'm I'm I haven't been historically all that political. I'm paying attention, but I'm I'm mostly interested in and always have been interested in freedom, the American dream, as an entrepreneur and a guy that came from humble beginnings in Flint, Michigan, coming over to the big city of Chicago to pursue my dreams. I I find that you know there's blessings upon blessings for people here in this nation to become something spectacular. And I want to see my children and everyone's children have those same opportunities. My, my three young children really are my main motivation. This, this all stemmed from J.B. Pritzker's mandate uh, requiring children of all ages to and up to wear masks in school with no real explanation. And now we have no goalposts. So, you know, these are my children. I'm their father. As a father, I feel it's my obligation to protect and defend my children's safety.
1: Yeah. 100 Mm percent it's people like you like john has said that if we don't have fighters. We can't win in this country. And uh, you're absolutely right for a starting point for your ground zero. I think you're absolutely spot on. There's a lot of monkey see, monkey do uh, policy making going on, and and I know for a fact what happens in New York and California, we eventually yeah. get it here, and so we get the government what we pay for. So you know, keep well, we fighting. Vote, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, we're paying for it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely, John. We get the government that we vote for, and so you know, I have not met you yet, Mr. Richmond, but I'm happy that you're on the right team.
5: Hey, thank you. Well, you know, John, I was listening. It's funny. I was listening to Whitney Houston last night. Out of <laughs> all things, I was I like to dance with not my gonna. kids every now and then. My daughter. So you I,
2: weren't listening to Gunner. You were listening. I was kidding. It's that joke, you know, uh, <laughs> I,
5: I believe the children are the future. I'm not going to sing it for you. Yeah. But that song came on. It was actually interesting because I thought like that was a sign. You know, the
1: yeah. first
5: thing in the song about the children being the yeah. future, and that's the truth. I mean, before we know it, we're going to wake up, and it's going to be the, our children that are running in the country and they're making decisions and they're, you know, f- fueling the growth and the continuation of America. So what's happening to the children really is the crux of, I believe what freedom initiative and all the people who are part of the program are interested mostly in. And then obviously all the tentacles that sprout off of that yeah. are also a part of our, our plan.
2: I agree. Of attack. And, mm-hmm. and one more time event coming up um, this next, this coming Thursday, Uh, Kaylee McEnany, where is it going to be? How can people purchase tickets?
5: Well, go to our Eventbrite page or just go to freedominitiative.net, and then you can get directed to the Eventbrite page. It's probably the easiest thing to do, freedominitiative.net. And the event is going to be at Christian Liberty, which is a school here in Arlington Heights that actually was one of the first or maybe the only in Arlington Heights that stood their ground. They said, take our recognition status away. We don't want it. In fact, we'll move our athletics out of this conference where we're not subjected to having, you know, male students competing in female athletics. We don't want anything to do, to do with that either. Um, Pastor Calvin yeah. took a firm stance, and uh, that school is, it, it's like a free country in that school. I drop my daughter out there with no mask on my face. I see happy, smiling faces. <laughs> and he's. In, so it's so fitting that we're doing this at that school where they faced a lot of scrutiny right. over, you know, the decisions they made, and I applaud them for their courage.
2: Yeah, Nick Richmond, CEO, Matrix Home Solutions, Chairman of the Board, Freedom Initiative. Now, thanks so much for joining Black and Right again, and uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you later today.
5: <laughs> I bet, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a nice great to meet you, Nick. Have a good weekend. Um, nice to meet you too.
2: There's an assault on freedom, and if we don't have citizen warriors standing up, it's not about the, it's not about the, 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 the diaper. What a jab. It's about making sure we keep people in line and make the, make sure they understand there's a document that dictates how these decisions are made. It's called the United States Constitution.
1: And I believe the original copy is in Washington. Yeah. We'll be right back.
0: This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh. on AM 560. The Answer.
2: Rest in peace, DMX. Welcome back to Black and Right on am 560 answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Don't make me laugh like that right before I come, like, right before I go onto the mic.
1: Uh, I, I, I hate you, brother. Uh, DMX.
0: I'm
2: not gonna say what you just said, but did you just really say that?
1: Uh, well, you know I'm right. <laughs> You're right. This You're is right. the Black
2: and Right show. You are right. <laughs> hey, I'm John Anthony. Uh, he's Patrick, the Hitman Brutus. Hey, Patrick, before I will let you, give you an opportunity to um, talk about the event you have coming tomorrow. But there's a there's an audio clip that I really wanted to play. Um, Ronald Reagan, I don't know if he was president or candidate at the time, but he appeared on the on Johnny Carson show uh, many years ago. And and I, I've always loved Ronald Reagan uh, when it comes to some of the stuff that he said. And Reagan, I believe Reagan foresaw this time. He foresaw this time because he saw how, how big and powerful government had become. And... I want you to hear what he had to say about about government. Mm -hmm. Everybody is confused. Uh, How how, how do you see the thing? How are we going to get out of this?
6: Well, uh, Johnny, I think one of the things is that people keep looking to government for the answer and
0: government's the problem. A moment ago, you you asked, you know, about people and feeling not only confused, but low and, and down in America. First of all, the American people, if they would just Take a little inventory and look around. You triple our troubles, and we're better off than any other people on Earth. And we've asked so much of government, and we've gotten in the habit over the last 40 years of thinking that government has the answers. There's very little that government can do as efficiently and as economically as the people can do themselves.
3: And if government would shut the doors and sneak away for about three weeks, we'd never miss them. Now, uh, the... if, if the people Does anybody have you
1: had a mind particularly? Nothing? Well, John. Yeah. My Democrat friends. Yeah. That was Ronald Reagan in the '60s. Yeah. That was him talking to that college university, right?
2: No, no, no. he was on Johnny. I think it was in the well, Johnny Carson. I think it was in the late '70s, early well, '80s,
1: maybe. He was right. Obviously, he was right. Yeah. He uh excellently foreshadowed the current state that we're in right now. Yeah. Uh, sadly, we live in a snowflake society where everything just goes and. Yeah. You know, um, but John, you know, you have a great theme today. Thank you you've um smartly and expertly built a show around fighters. Yes, I did.
2: I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you realized that.
1: Sam's a fighter. Yes. Why is she Kuyomar? Yes. Great event coming up next Saturday, October 2nd. I know you're going to support it. Yeah. She's been fighting for women and children in the trafficking industry. Yeah. She's going to win. Yeah. You got Scolissimo fighting fighters. for the kids of schools and of course Nick Richmond Matrix Solutions fighter. Yeah. But John, don't forget, the Chicago Haitian community under the banner of the Coalition of Haitian American Organizations in Chicago are fighters are fighting for the Haitian community in the migrant situation going on. We have a rally tomorrow, 2:30 p.m., Federal Plaza, Jackson and Dearborn. Where can
2: they find this information?
1: They can find it on Facebook, a lot of different places. But go to my page, Patrick Brutus on Facebook, um, the Coalition of Haitian American. Organizations has a Facebook page as well. Yeah. Daughters of Haiti has a Facebook page. Come check us out. Stand with the Haitians tomorrow. We're looking for equitable treatment on immigration. Yeah.
2: I want to say happy birthday to my buddy, Chad Laroe I know he's listening in. He better be listening in. Uh, I think it's his, what, what is it, Chad, your 22nd birthday? No, I'm just kidding. Hey, guys, don't forget, Kaylee McEnany is coming here Thursday. Go out and get your tickets, freedominitiative.net. Uh, you put it in the code am 560 Put in the code AM560. You'll get a 25% discount uh, on eventbrite.com. Uh, love to see you there. I'll be MCing the event. Uh, hopefully, Amy Jacobson will come and MC the event with me. Patrick, thanks so much for joining me. I had me. a great
1: time, John, as yeah. usual. Doug,
2: you the man. Thanks so much for being on the hey, board. Thanks, Doug. Hoff Daddy, thanks for all the help you gave me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm really excited, guys. They may be an assault on freedom, but we have freedom fighters. We have have citizen warriors that are rising up all across the country and all across the world. We will
1: not be outdone. Knuckle up and guard your grill. See you next week.